Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome into another great edition of Strong Style. That is our weekly MMA and pro wrestling show featuring me, Jeremy the Impact York. Thanks to Impact Media for allowing us to come on each and every week and talk all the amazing things that happen in MMA and wrestling for the week. How is everybody today? Happy Mardi Gras. No, it's not just the um, crazy outlandish activities of, of the choice few that we usually see photos and videos of. Uh, no, Mardi Gras is, is the uh, the celebration um, before Lent, actually. It kicks off tomorrow with Ash Wednesday. Uh, it's a big religious holiday. But uh, happy Mardi Gras. Now, there is a lot of stuff we have tonight we're going to talk. Um, we're going to talk No Surrender. We're going to talk UFC 258. We're going to talk NXT Vengeance Day. And all those fun things. Um, we uh, are going to talk about Bellator and their new deal. Bellator has a huge, huge deal. They had an announcement on Tuesday that uh, we will get into shortly. But as we like to do, let's start with Monday Night Raw. I'm going to just mainly try to go over the things that matter because I think we take a lot of time talking about things that don't that much or that, or that weren't that amazing. Uh Obviously, right off top of the gate, you had Adam Pearce down there. Shane O'Mac came out. They announced the Elimination Chamber. The Raw Elimination Chamber will be McIntyre, the champion. RKO. You had Jeff Hardy. You had AJ. You had Miz and Sheamus. All former champions. And uh, that's, that's going to be a pretty interesting one. Now... As we get closer to Elimination Chamber, um, when is the chance? Is it this? I think it is actually this upcoming weekend. Let's let's check on that while I'm thinking about it.
because uh, at this point I have seen Raw from last night, so I don't want to necessarily mess that up. Um, huh? They uh, don't make it easy. There we go. February the 21st, which would be okay this weekend. Hmm. There you go. There's something new. So we will preview that. I'll see. It's just weird. Man, that snuck up on me. Anyway, uh, there is something that ha a couple things that happened on Raw last night that will affect the Elimination Chamber. I don't think it will affect the winner, who I think is going to win that. So uh, when we preview it, we'll uh, we'll uh, go from there. But, of course, that brought upon AJ versus Jeff Hardy. These two have faced a million times in another company. Uh, New Day took on T-Bar and Slapjack. Um, that's something we're talking about a little bit. Is It seems like Retribution has lost almost all steam they had. They uh, used to be a big destructive group, and now they are kind of barely mid-card on Raw. So uh, that, that's kind of weird. But anyway... Uh, yeah, the uh, the Ric Flair, Lacey Evans, Charlotte thing kind of kicking off even more where Lacey took on Charlotte. And if Lacey won, then she had got a uh, world title shot. And she actually got Charlotte to uh, get disqualified. So Lacey ends up winning the match. And there is an update on her match with Asuka for this weekend at Elimination Chamber. You know what? I feel like I need to tell those. Even though... Even though... Even though next week we'll talk more about it. Alright, here's the update to the Raw Elimination Chamber. And that is The Miz pulled himself out of the match since he's a Money in the Bank winner. I think there's more to this, but I, I don't know what because he also wrestled on Raw, so it must not be an injury. And he's not expecting kid number three, so I don't know. I'm not real sure. Maybe he's going to cash in the briefcase after the match. That's It could be a thing. Anyway, uh, because of a match, he took on Kofi Kingston, where if Kofi won, he was in it. And if The Miz won, then John Morrison, who for some reason was not there, 
uh, would be in the match. Kofi wins the match. Kofi ends up going in the mid spot here. Uh, you look at it here. Like I said, we'll uh, we'll preview or you know we'll preview the elimination chamber coming up here in a second. And when we do that, I'll kind of give my picks. And also the update with Lacey and Ashka. Well, Lacey revealed this week on Raw that she is pregnant. She is real life pregnant. It is not Ric Flair's. Let's just put that to rest. Ric Flair is happily married to somebody else. But uh, they'll probably play that up storyline-wise. But So she is not going to compete this weekend. I guess they'll stall that storyline for a minute and have to... And have to uh, pick it up, I guess, in about nine months. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, Damian Priest took on uh, Garza. And uh, as good as Garza is, they really like Damian Priest right now. They've, they've kind of paired Bad Bunny with him as he kind of is taking on Miz and Morrison verbally. It's kind of an interesting little thing. Uh, Bad Bunny's a pretty cool guy, it seems like. And, and any time they pull in a celebrity that ends up being part of the storyline, uh, that, that means they really like him that much. So uh, Damian Priest gets a win there. Like I said, they, I think, are ready to strap a rocket is back, and he's going to jump up in the big time very, very soon. Um You had Lana who beat Nia in a tables match. She, uh, Nia fell kind of weird on the outside. You've probably seen the memes by now of it, but as she stood up on the outside, uh, Lana full head steam just pushed her into a table that was just randomly in front of her. Uh, but Lana gets a win there. I, I don't know where they're going with it. But good win for Lana in a tables match of all things. They're trying to build her up. We'll see what happens. But not to be outdone, Naomi took on Shayna right after that as an aftermath of the match. Naomi ends up getting the win there. Uh, maybe they're going to push Lana and Naomi as the next... Uh, I think they do have the next title shot. Maybe they're trying to make them look a little more even, even though, once again, Nia or Shayna can take out both of them. And in the main event, really went a lot of action last week on Raw. Shocker, right? Uh, Randy Orton took on Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus ends up causing a, a DQ uh, when he hit when he kicks Randy Orton. So beyond that, that was a pretty good match. You're not going to see that in the Elimination Chamber. It's it's a brutal match. You just beat the crap out of the other five people. And that's how you win that match, pretty much. Uh, let's move on to NXT. Then we'll do SmackDown. Then we'll do the Elimination Chamber preview. Then I'll come back and do the other wrestling there. Uh, MSK, the new tag team, took on Legado del Fantasma in the Dusty Classic semifinals. MSK ends up with the win in that one. Um, let's see... Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart took on Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell as part of the Women's Dusty Classic semis. 
Shotzi Blackheart and Amber Moon end up in the with the victory there. They will take on uh, they took on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez in the finals at uh, Vengeance Day. Vengeance what something. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Austin Theory took on Kushida. Kushida won by DQ after Dexter Loomis showed up. And uh, this was actually for Johnny Gargano's North American Championship. But, of course, like I said, that was uh, DQ. Uh, Loomis had something to do with it. The Grizzled Young Vets took on uh, Tomas Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher in the Dusty Classic. The Grizzled Young Vets will move on to take on MSK in the finals. You know, before we go further, why don't we talk about uh, Vengeance Day? Because we just talked NXT. Vengeance Day. We started with the Women's Dusty Tag Team Classic. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez took on Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Your winners in the first ever Women's Dusty Tag Team Classic, Dusty Road Tag Team Classic. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, fantastic win. I, I get that they're they're a pair, they're a duo. I, I never thought of them much as a tag team. Um they were just pushing them both as singles competitors not long ago, and all of a sudden they're maybe they just paired them up just for this. But kind of seems like they're going to do some more tag team stuff here soon, or it would kind of waste everything. Uh, Johnny Gargano defended his North American title against Kushida. Johnny Gargano ends up with the win, but man, this was a just a hectic, crazy, awesome match to watch. But I would expect no less out of those competitors. The men's Dusty Tag Team Classic. MSK ended up beating the Grizzled Young Veterans. I uh, really thought the Grizzled Young Veterans were going to take this whole thing. Uh, but MSK debuted just a couple weeks ago, and, and they they love these guys this much that, that they are already saying they're going to be one of the top tag teams. So look forward to seeing what they do with MSK after this. They could, they could come after the tag titles, but I don't think they're quite... They're too new, in my opinion. Uh, the triple threat for the NXT Women's title. You had Io Shirai, who was defending against Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. This kind of all came about out of nowhere. But uh, you get three big veterans in the wrestling business who know how to put on a show. And in the end, Io Shirai retains the title. I think she's beaten almost the entire women's division. But something we found out at this was there is a new highly talented women's competitor who has been signed to NXT and will be there very shortly. She actually showed up, I believe, at this event. And that would be Taya Valkyrie a.k.a. Mrs. John Morrison, but either way, Ty Valkyrie has been signed to NXT. Uh, she she has been dominating Mexico. She's dominated uh, Impact Wrestling. It's just uh, 
Lucha Underground. A lot of places that she, that she goes, she ends up dominating and being champion. Uh, she's a real good competitor, can be physical when she needs to be, can be technical when she needs to be. Maybe she's a competitor down the road for Io Shirai, and that's just going to bulk up an already loaded women's division. And then, of course, we had Pete Dunne, who took on Finn Balor. This was another one, two guys who beat the holy hell out of each other, as we would expect. In the end, Finn Balor retains. I think the main reason he retained is it leaves the edge options still open. Because edge Finn Balor makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I could see him taking on a lot of different people, especially with the Elimination Chamber prospects. But if he's going to do NXT, another person with Pete Dunne, this was the coming out party for Pete Dunne. A lot of people already knew Finn Balor because he's been in Raw and SmackDown before. Already kind of is, is more well-known with the fan base. Pete Dunne, as he builds up and goes through his career, would be a great matchup as well. But I don't I don't necessarily know that Edge is going to pick NXT. But if he did, it would make better sense against Finn Balor. But uh, Balor retains. Uh, Only Lorcan and Danny Burch come out. They're with Pete Dunne, the Pete Dunne posse there. Uh, they come out and attack Finn Balor. Uh, Dunn joins in to three-on-one. All of a sudden, Undisputed Era comes out. That's Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Adam Cole, because Bobby Fish is still out on injury. Uh, they pretty much run Dunn, Birch, and Lorcan uh, out, of, out of the ring. O'Reilly checks on Balor and offers his hand. O'Reilly helps Balor up. They shake hands. The Undisputed Era stands beside him. And then Adam Cole super kicks Finn Balor. Saw that coming. And then he also super kicked Kyle O'Reilly. So it looks like either O'Reilly is getting dropped from Undisputed Era or the Undisputed Era is about to break up. Which makes no sense because, what, just a couple weeks ago it was about standing together and standing united and retaking everything back over. So unless they're going to replace O'Reilly with somebody, that makes no sense. And there's nobody, that group has been together for so long, even way before NXT. So we'll, uh, we'll just have to see what happens with that. It was, um, I can't lie, it was just weird. Just, just weird how that, how that worked. Now, let's go to SmackDown. Uh, it's announced that the Chamber will be Jey Uso and, and Kevin Owens. And then there were two tag matches throughout SmackDown to determine the other four members. Those tag matches were... You had uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, who took on King Corbin and Sami Zayn. Zayn ends up getting the pinfall over Dominic, so Corbin and Zayn get added to the Elimination Chamber. And then, in the end, uh, this is the main event, you get Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode took on Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Cesaro picks up the win over Dolph here, so Cesaro and Daniel Bryan are the other 
to add it to the match. So your elimination chamber, because somehow, somehow, uh, Paul Heyman has figured out, finagled his way into this. I believe there's going to be an Elimination Chamber match, and then the winner of the match may um, either immediately take on Roman Reigns or in a, in a short period right after that. But Roman's not going to be in the Chamber, which is... It's, um, it's an interesting wrinkle. I, I'll give it that. It's an interesting wrinkle. But the Elimination Chamber is going to be Jey Uso, Kevin Owens... Corbin, Zane, Daniel Bryan, and Cesaro. That's an interesting mix. I'll give them that. Um, I think they've kind of backed themselves into a corner a little bit. But we'll get into that in a minute. Other matches on SmackDown. Big E took on Shinsuke Nakamura. Big E wins by disqualification when Apollo comes in. Apollo's had like 80 title shot, so I guess we're just going to keep going until he wins one. Seth Rollins returned and seems to be back to his Messiah self, running everybody else off. But he really doesn't need anybody, and it's great to see Seth back. Uh, He is a wrinkle in the SmackDown timeline that will only add to... Yeah, it's only going to add to... uh, some fun things they can do down the road. And, of course, he comes back now where he's got time to build up into some sort of uh, SmackDown, I mean, uh, some sort of WrestleMania activity. Uh, Bailey beat Liv Morgan. This match was more about the Riot Squad uh, trying to trying to not have a third member because they don't really need one. Um. Which is just kind of wasting the right squad. Billy Kay is is just a spoiler and a lot of stuff. You know, just trying to find her spot. I, I, honestly, they, they should just put her back with Peyton Royce because they're not doing anything with Peyton Royce either. I know they have her teams with somebody else with Lacey Evans, but hey, Lacey Evans is about to be out for a while. Just put just put them back together. The iconics back together. Um. Basically, the only other thing you need to know is the Street Profits beat Otis and Chad Gable. Um, they're a pretty decent team. It seems like Otis carries the load, and the Gable wants the uh, the victory in the end, and then it spoils somehow. And the Street Profits pick up another win because they're kind of in limbo. They're not the champions. They're not going for the championship, but they're not background fodder. So, you know, kind of is what it is there. Uh, now, while we're on the subject, Elimination Chamber. Uh, this Sunday, 7 o'clock on the WWE Network. Uh, you, let's start with the Raw. And you got Drew McIntyre. You got Sheamus. You got AJ Styles. You got Randy Orton. You got Kofi Kingston. And you got Jeff Hardy. This is how this lines up to me. Jeff Hardy and Kofi Kingston are in there for some fun high spots and entertainment. Uh, you know, they did throw a wrench in this, and was it two years ago or this time last year when Kofi won 
the whole thing. I mean, they, there is that wrinkle, but no, those two are in there for entertainment. Um, AJ's a legitimate contender. Randy Orton is, but we all know that we're, Randy is just hanging out till the Fiend comes back in what could be one of the most anticipated storylines as soon as that picks back up. Uh, even though Alexa's doing a good job with it. Um, Sheamus is a legitimate contender, and he can win it with, with just a kick. But I feel like him and McIntyre could do a bigger, longer feud. Um, maybe he costs Drew the win here. But whatever this is, you got to think, whoever wins this for Raw is going to s- help set up WrestleMania. Who is the champion going into Mania? Uh, McIntyre is, is, is a good candidate. Um, maybe AJ, but it just seems like to me that, that McIntyre is just going to gonna more than likely retain here, which is fine. It would be another feather in his cap, and it will leave it open because I do think he is, an, he is the, the stronger candidate for Edge to take on. Edge and McIntyre would be the right pace. They could slow it down. They could have a, a, a good 15, 20-minute match, and, it, and it'd be believable and good. And if Edge beat McIntyre, that's believable, even though more than likely I, I'd see McIntyre winning again there. Uh, the number one contender's elimination chamber match. Okay, they did clarify here. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan versus King Corbin versus Sami Zayn. Versus Jey Uso. Um, as great as it would be to see Jey Uso win that and have to face Roman Reigns uh, probably immediately after, or sometime later in the night, I could see. Um, I don't think he's, he's... You could pretty much say Jey Uso, probably not going to win. Sami Zayn, probably not going to win. Not, not enough built up yet, I don't think. Uh, King Corbin, same way. I like all of those guys as potential contenders. You just haven't built them at all lately. You haven't really done much with them. So that leaves Kevin Owens, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. Um, Daniel Bryan, Roman would be pretty good. But once again, Daniel Bryan hasn't been doing much lately. I think it's between KO and Cesaro. And as much as I would like to see Cesaro, I feel like Kevin Owens... Kevin Owens is, is going to be the one to win this match. He's going to take on Roman Reigns, and Reigns is probably going to pretty much retain because going into WrestleMania, he's one of their strongest competitors. He's one of the strongest things they have going right now, and he's actually doing a pretty good job. This is the Roman we always wanted. looks like Heyman was the one who knew how to unlock it. Shocker. But uh, I'm going to say Kevin Owens wins the chamber. Although they could be saving Owens for a rematch at, at WrestleMania, so uh, if Cesaro or Daniel Bryan won, it wouldn't surprise me. But either way, whoever wins that is obviously. Although that would be an interesting wrinkle. What if C- Cesaro wins the Elimination Chamber, and he's you know so out of it and everything that Roman thinks he has an easy win, and Cesaro beats him and becomes champ, and then you get the rematch at WrestleMania, Roman versus Cesaro, you'd have all this time to build it up. It could happen. I could, I could also see that with Daniel Bryan. But for the sake of this, you know what, for the sake of this, give me Cesaro, and then Cesaro is going to be Reigns. Why not? 
Uh, the, the Raw Women's Championship match, I told you, is not going to happen because uh, Lacey Evans is pregnant and unable to compete. Uh, I don't know if they find somebody to take on Oshka or if they just give her the night off. I'd just give her the night off uh, and build up something because they, they, they had all of Raw to build it up, and they didn't. So uh, more than likely, she, it's just going to be dropped. The triple threat match for the U.S. Championship, you get Keith Lee, you get Matt Riddle, you get Bobby Lashley. If Lashley doesn't win, I hope it's Keith Lee. It'd be, if, if they hand this to Riddle over these two guys, then everybody should just turn around and leave because it, that'd be the biggest joke. Uh, they make note in here that Sasha is not, even though she's the SmackDown champion, she has no match. Um... I mean, it's probably because they, they want to keep uh, the thing between her and Bianca Belair and and uh, maybe Carmella, some kind of triple threat thing going on down the road. Although you never know. I mean, you could, you could see Carmella and Sasha again. You know, this could be added later on in the week because we haven't seen SmackDown yet. Uh, Big E is not on the card yet, so we could see him at Apollo, maybe. I don't know. It, it could be interesting. But that's Elimination Chamber coming up. And that's all the WWE up till now, which is, gosh, half of the show, probably. We're going to try to hurry through some of these. Gonna, well, I'm going to speed up a little bit. I'm not going to hurry through. I'm going to speed up because there's stuff you need to know. Uh, there was a big multi-man match that opened up Impact Wrestling. None of it means anything at all. Just uh, the fact that they were able to use all of these people. Uh, Sammy Callahan did a video after the match. They, he's still one of their most untapped resources, and they should use him as that crazy wild card. Because uh, somebody's got to take the belt off Rich Swan. Why not Sammy Callahan? That's what I say. Uh, let's see. Cousin Jake is not Cousin Jake anymore. They've actually given him a name, sort of. He is Jake something. Yeah. They, uh, they stayed up all night on that one. Definitely stayed up all night. Uh, but he was confronted by Eric Young's group. It led to a match at No Surrender that we'll talk about in a second. Nevea beat Kiara Hogan by DQ because Tasha Steeles got involved in the match. Okay. It's just setting up a, a... It's part of the tag team... Women's tag team title matches that are uh, at the pay-per-view. Uh, Dreamer's 50th birthday, by the way. Or, yeah. 50th, yeah, his 50th birthday was at the pay-per-view. And uh, they, they did stuff all week gearing up to it, talking about his 21-year career. Yeah, he's he's really made the most because early on he was cannon fodder. And uh, he, he really built himself into one of the most recognizable, respectable wrestlers in a long time. 
let's see. There's another big multi-person match that had to do with Decay. They've added Black Taurus, which is interesting, from AAA in Mexico. In Mexico, there is CMLL and there is AAA. Those are the two big companies. Um, and then we got Storm and Saban versus the Good Brothers. This ended up with Let's see, somebody came down and interrupted it and it ended up making a triple threat. Can't remember who it is, but let's just go straight into the no surrender. No surrender card. Uh, you had Triple XL and Tennille Dashwood, who took on Decay, which is Rosemary Crazy Steve and Black Taurus. They end up, uh, Decay ends up with the win. I, I like Black Taurus. Um, just a quick tidbit here. Apparently, as part of the as part of the talent exchange, Sammy Guevara was supposed to show up at the recent Impact Wrestling tapings because they tape a couple at a time. Spoiler: most people know that they tape two or three, four episodes in a, in a two day stretch, and and uh, it helps them out because that way your talents only. You know, they're free to do other things, or uh, if people get injured, um, you can do things about it a lot better. Uh, but what they're doing, putting Decay back together, I, I really like that. But so Sammy Guevara was supposed, from AEW, was supposed to be at the Impact Wrestling tapings. Um, he was told what kind of story arc was going to be involved. He... Pretty much said said uh, no, but how about and offered suggestions? They took that as some cor- some kind of defiance and uh, just told him thanks but no thanks. And he was told to go home. Uh, he was going to get on a plane. He was he was told. I think Chris Jericho called him and said, "Don't worry about it. Just go home." Um, there's no backlash from AEW. There's no backlash from Impact Wrestling. And uh, they're you know both companies still in good terms. Nothing nothing crazy like that. The only thing is, is whatever they were going to have Sammy Guevara do, now they're going to have Black Taurus do. So, in the next couple weeks, including Impact Wrestling's on right now, I'm not watching it because I'm doing this show, but when I go back to watch it here in a minute, whatever Black Taurus does in the next couple weeks is what Sammy was supposed to do. And somebody inside Impact Wrestling uh, stayed anonymous but told some people, on the uh, the wrestling dirt sheets that Sammy should have said no. So we will see. We will see what happens there. You know, I think Sammy was in the right, and uh, you know, something something like this. It's you don't just say yes to anything. Guevara is one of the cornerstones that I believe AUW is building on as their future stars. And so, you know, I think Guevara had the right to turn it down. He did. Good for him. Uh, Brian Myers and Hernandez defeated Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona. I have no idea what any of this means. Just once again, a multi-person match so you get everybody in. Because none of these people are really acting like a team. Uh, Jake something defeated uh, the former Cody Deaner, now Deaner. 
which you know this is this should be the uh, the go home match, the blow off match, whatever. You get to the end of the feud, that you just and then you have them part and do their own thing. Jake something can go do something else, and uh, Cody Deaner can stay with the Violent by Design people, Eric Young and uh, Joe Doring. Uh, there was a triple threat revolver match for the X Division to be the number one contender. Josh Alexander wins that. I'm glad they didn't just stick him in another team. Uh, let's let's see what he does in the X Division or in the X Division. It's it's an interesting place for him to be. Him being a real pure style wrestler, and uh, you know don't have to worry about a lot of flash, but a lot of good stuff. The Knockouts Tag Team Champions, uh, Fire and Flavor, Fire and Flavor, rather, beat Havoc and Nevaeh in a Texas Tornado match. That means all four competitors were in the ring at the same time. Uh, you need them to retain. I, I hate that it had to be Havoc and Nevaeh, who's one of the actual other stronger teams. But they had to beat somebody, and they beat them. We'll see who, who they come up with to face them now. There's not that many women's teams. TJP retained the X Division Championship against Rohit Raju with his buddy Sherat side as well. Um, Josh Alexander, TJP. That could, that, that could be an interesting match. I, I look forward to that one. Uh, Jazz, Jordan Grace, and ODB defeated Brianna Perrazzo, Kimberly, and Susan. Okay. There's, I mean, just they've had matches against each other, the six of them in the last couple of weeks. I don't know what beef they have with each other, and there's there's nothing. And then the Good Brothers took on James Storb and Saban, and also AEW's Private Party. That's who come to interfere uh, as part of the uh, swap over. Uh, the Good Brothers retain as they should. And then we got Rich Swan versus Tommy Dreamer. Rich Swan ends up retaining the Impact World title. Okay, I, I think it's time to eventually move on from that. I don't like who they're about to set up. But we're going to get into that because in the post-match, Moose comes in, drops both guys, holds up both titles, the old one that he has and the new one that they made. And uh, I think Moose should be the next contender. I agree with that. I just don't know if he should be the one to beat Rich Swan. It's a better story if Rich Swan beats him, but hey, Impact does what they're going to do. So now, let's get into AEW. And a fun thing is going to happen. Don Callis, who comes out with Kenny Omega, you know, Omega with the Good Brothers, and they've, they've kind of twisted and turned and done some interesting things to make the Young Bucks mad. It's like, okay. And then now Don Callis has somehow ran his mouth about some of the other Bullet Club members who are still. And these, there's, there's a particular duo, the Gorillas of Destiny, who are kind of running Bullet Club over there right now. They're kind of the ones in charge. They are, if I'm not mistaken, they are the sons of Haku or Ming, however you want to. 
call him. Uh, just a beast of a guy. But somehow, right, like on Twitch, on their Twitch channel, right before AEW tomorrow night, I believe around 7 is what uh, Tama Tonga said, who is one of the gorillas of Destiny, that they heard what Don Callis said, and uh, since they can't be come to AEW this week, it would require some quarantining for them to cross over, I believe. Uh, and they have obligations over there, that they're going to go live on their Twitch channel and address Don Callis. And so, you know, we're either going to see this this cross-branded Bullet Club thing, or maybe maybe we see two or three versions of the Bullet Club. You know? We could see the Gorillas of Destiny taking, taking it... You know, taking it a little personal with what Omega is is in Don Callis is doing. So we'll see what happens with that. Well, uh, I actually downloaded Twitch. I, I I'll be honest. I I know a little bit about it. I just I haven't downloaded. I usually use other people's. So um, if I get a chance, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on there and see what they say. But AEW. We opened with Joey Janela versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. We all knew Darby was going to retain, but Joey Janela, man, that dude is evolving, and he, to me, I hate to say carried a majority of this match. Joey Janela was putting in. A majority of the work, and uh, you know, I, I don't want his effort to go unnoticed because a lot of people go, "Oh, okay, Darby just retained over some guy." No, no, no. Joey Janela is a potential another guy that they could build on going forward. You know, you have Darby Allen, you have MJF, you have Sammy Guevara. Well, Joey Janela could be at that fourth cornerstone, and you can have as many corners as you want. It's, I'm not saying there has to be four. But kudos to Joey Janela, and uh, he's one of our shout-outs tonight as well. Uh, young man, keep doing what you're doing. I very much enjoyed your match with Darby Allen, and like I said, to me, I felt like there was, there's a word I'm looking for. I feel like you led the match, whether that was on purpose or not, and you made it uh, an exceptional opening match, which doesn't happen as much in wrestling as you'd think. Uh, we get Guevara and MJF in a in a thing. We'll see what Guevara does. It seems like um, later on he pretty much walks out of the inner circle. Maybe it's time for Guevara to kind of take his own path. Maybe create his own little group. But I can see. I hate that he leaves Jake Hager behind now because Sammy Hager was a cool tag team. You had Cody and Lee Johnson took on Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. Avalon and Benoni has been have been doing a lot of dark matches and uh, doing pretty good, but Cody and Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson is one of the top people getting trained by the uh, the Nightmare Academy, uh, the Rhodes Family's uh, dojo there. But uh, it was good to to show because Lee Johnson's lost a lot lately, and uh, he gets his first win there. 
And apparently Cody got dinged up his shoulder. So we will see about that match with Shaq going forward. Um, the Young Bucks, the Good Brothers, kind of kind of go at it a little bit here and there. Uh, you get you get uh, Paige doing a few things here and there. I want to see what he does because he was in Bullet Club before, and that's what really helped rise him to the the level he's at now. But I agree that he maybe him and Sammy kind of team up. I, I could see that. If uh, if Sammy Guevara and Paige, they don't have to be a tag team, but they could just watch each other's back here and there when they need it. That, that could be a thing. Um, Pac with Phoenix took on Ryan Nemeth, who is the little brother of Dolph Ziggler. We've said that. But uh, he's getting featured a lot. They really like this kid. We'll see what they do going forward with it. Uh, Pac wiped the floor with him. He Holy crap, Pac is on another level. Uh, that's the inner circle thing that happened next, uh, where Guevara said, I'm out. Because uh, MJF is, is pulling the wool over everybody's eyes, and he's doing a good job of manipulation. I, I give him that. But uh, good for Guevara. Uh, I, got, I got to say, I think Guevara is playing it well. I know he's, we know, he's playing the part. But I think he's playing it well. It's coming off real good on screen. And once again, the fact that he told Impact Wrestling, uh, nah, I'm good. I think uh, that's a good thing going forward. I think it's in his best interest. Then we had Jericho and MJF who took on the acclaimed. Jericho and MJF end up with the win in that one. Um, Layla Hirsch. Took on Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa needed a win to, to rebound from last week. She gets it here. Layla is very good, though. And uh, Thunder Rosa uh, took a lot before she, she ended up getting the victory there. Kenta and Omega. Man, Kenta is so good. For people who don't know Kenta or his moveset, uh, Kenta and CM Punk have a lot of the same movesets. We'll put it that way. Uh, they're both extremely good wrestlers. They do those movesets extremely well. But as it goes, uh, Kenta is just just really, really good. And Omega's been pretty good. Um, sometimes it feels like he he, uh, he mails it in. But, but uh, when he's on, he's on. But they took on John Moxley and Lance Archer. Uh, the Good Brothers ended up interfering. A bunch of other people interfered here and there. But Omega gets the win over Archer. I get it because Kenta is, is from New Japan Pro Wrestling. So you don't want the outsider to come in and get the win. I get that part. And uh, Moxley doesn't need to take the loss. So, okay, that was what it was, you know. Uh, and then Ring of Honor. LSG took on Tony Deppin. LSG gets the win there. I don't know what happened to his tag partner. He's been a really good tag team, but LSG is a solid wrestler on his own. Tony Deppin is really good. He's going to be a lot better down the road. And then we got a six-man tag that was interesting because it had all four foundation members, but there were two on one side and two on another. And it was Jonathan Gresham and Tracy Williams were joined by Fred uh, Yeehaw. 
and they took on Jay Lethal, Rhett Titus, and Wheeler Yuta. Rhett Titus actually gets a win over Fred. It was a good match. This is uh, this was six guys who understand the pure wrestling tradition that that really made Ring of Honor what it is, and so uh, it was uh, a good match. And I like the foundation said, uh, "How about we split up two on this side, two on that side?" I thought, and in fact, Tracy Williams and Jay Lethal before the match, before they left the back, said, "How about we start so that you know nobody thinks we're setting anybody up?" And so they did. And that was awesome. Now, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that happened at UFC 258. You had Chris Gutierrez with unanimous decision over Andre Ewell. You had Gabriel Green get the unanimous decision over Philip Rowe. Uh, Bilal Muhammad got the unanimous decision over Diego Lima. These Here's some prelims. These... Um, let's see, Anthony Hernandez got the submission win in round number two over Rodolfo Vieira. This, not just because I'm a big fan of hers, but this was one of my favorite fights of the night. And that was Pollyanna Vienna with the submission three minutes into round number one over Mallory Martin. She got her. She got her in, in that arm bar, and it was over. Pollyanna it was a beautiful setup, beautiful setup. It's, you know, that's how you draw it up in the training room or something. That's when you're trying to teach somebody. She set it up, and Mallory Martin is is no slouch, and she was pulling every trick out from her sleeve she could to try to get out of it. And ultimately, Pollyanna gets the win there. It was just fun to watch. What about you guys? Knockouts are cool. I like a good submission sometimes. There's been a lot of knockouts lately, so fantastic how that worked out. Uh, Julian Marquez had another great submission in round number three over Maki Patolo. Ricky Simon had the unanimous decision over Brian Kelleher. You had Kelvin Gastelum with the unanimous decision over Ian Heinish. Talk about another fight I really liked. Uh, Alexa Grasso with the unanimous decision over Macy Barber. Man, that division's loaded. You could watch these two fight all day. It was just, it, it was fantastic. And then Kamaru Usman with the KO in round number three of Gilbert Burns. They are former teammates. They are super good friends. Uh, they were a little emotional and congratulate each other at the end. But uh, Gilbert's not going to go anywhere, I don't think. I know he was number one. He may drop to like three. I think we're going to see Gilbert another title shot, maybe by summer. Now, later in the year. But uh, Gilbert's solid fighter, and uh, it's just going to be fantastic time to be a fight fan because this weekend it is fight night at the Apex in Las Vegas. Um, there is a hundred million. Fights. I'm gonna just find a few to tell you guys about. Uh, Andre Arlovsky versus Tom Aspinall. Big Arlovsky fan. 
Uh, did Tom catch him? Tom catch him, but uh, I hope Andre pulls out the win there. Alexi Olenek is going to take on Chris Dawkins. Got Philip Hawes is going to take on Nasruddin Imavov. Or Imavov. Producer says he that or Sunshine doesn't know how to say it either. I'm going to hope it's one of those two. Uh, Charles Rosa is going to take on Derek Minner. We got Ketlin Vieira. He's going to take on Yana Kunitskaya. I'm saying that one right. And then the main event. Curtis Blades is going to take on Derek Lewis. This is the number two heavyweight contender versus the number four. Man, it's going to be a battle. Man, it is going to be a battle. But last but not least, I told you Bellator had some announcements. So let's talk about those announcements. They said they have a new deal to exclusively be on Showtime. And you can also go through Bellator. Uh, there's a special password and things like that. You can get off their website, their app, if you want to sign up for a free 30-day trial of Showtime. Plus, it's only like $4.99 a month from, from here to the end of the year. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, they also have a new deal with BBC, that uh, where if you're in the UK, that you can use the BBC iPlayer to watch exclusive content from Bellator. Uh, they are going to have a light heavyweight Grand Prix. This thing is eight fighters deep and includes the heavyweight champion. I didn't say light heavyweight champion. I said includes the heavyweight champion. But it is going to kick off with Rumble Johnson versus Joel Romero. A lot of people would want that to be in the semis or the finals. Nope, they'd say that's going to be round number one. Uh, well, the next fights you get... Uh, who th This guy is the actual light heavyweight champion, Vadim Nemkov. He's going to take on Phil Davis. You got Ryan Bader, or Ryan Bader. I like to call him Bader. Ryan Bader, who is the heavyweight champion, is going to drop down to light heavyweight, keep that belt. He's going to take on Leota Machida for the second or third time. That's going to be fantastic. Corey Anderson is going to take on... Dov Letson, Yasha Muradov. That's, that's eight of the best lightweights on earth. And you can say on earth that aren't in the UFC, but yeah, uh, that's, that's just locked and loaded. The Magnificent Eight. And, of course, Mauro Ronaldo is, uh, I think, back calling the action on top of he is the one who made these announcements. So, if you're a fight fan, Bellator and UFC are tearing it up. And and this is, uh, I believe, Bellator is going to kick off early April is when all this is going to start kicking off, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Bellator is some huge things. UFC fight night coming up. They just had 258. 259 is coming up in uh, a couple weeks. I think 259 is is the the uh, super super loaded one. It's got like three title fights, I think. Uh, 
But uh, here we go. Here we go. Bellator. Uh, you're gonna get Pitbull versus Sanchez two for the featherweight. It's part of the featherweight World Grand Prix semifinal. That is gonna be Bellator 255 April 2nd. Uh, Bellator 256 on Friday April 9th. That is uh, you're gonna get Bader versus Machida two, and you're gonna get uh, Anderson versus Nashumuradov. So you're gonna get two quarterfinal battles there. The other two quarterfinal battles are going to be the following week, Bellator 257, where Nemkov, who is the champ, is going to take on Davis for the second time, and Rumble Johnson versus Yoel Romero is also on that card. You're going to get Archuleta versus Pettis, two guys, they, uh, Archuleta, who has been doing great things, and Pettis, who just recently signed. That's going to be for the Bantam World title, Bantamweight, uh, Bellator 258, Friday, May the 7th. This is all going to be on Showtime. Congratulations for 25 great years of announcing. He, he's not hanging up either. Bruce Buffer of the UFC. Trying to see if I can find that other UFC announcement. I know I screenshot a lot of things. Not seeing it there. But either way, uh, UFC 259, we will talk about it later. As it comes uh, closer. But that's Amanda Nunez. A bunch of other things are going to be happening as well. But that's going to do it. Another great long edition of Strong Style. We will see you guys next week. As always, you can find us on all the social medias. Just look for us. Impact Media, uh, Jeremy the Impact York, Strong Style. Just search for us, you'll find us. Thanks for all the ratings and reviews, and see you guys next week. Excuses. family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus